Caleb, do you have anything left to lose in your life? Yeah, actually, I kind of have a lot huh. to lose. So. so you wouldn't say that you have nothing left to lose? No. Apparently John Cleaver would, though. But here's the thing, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Would you do the right thing? Like, would would you do the the better thing? Would you do better morally if you had nothing left to lose? Or if you had something left to lose? I honestly don't know. Isn't that a good question? Yeah, it is. And that's the question that Nothing Left to Lose asks. So this time we're not asking a question to introduce this episode. Dan Wells is asking a question. Let's answer it. This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Kalab. My name is Kanor. <laughs> Welcome to The Christian Artist. Creativity abounds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so... Renunciations. So what are we talking about, Broski? We are talking about the last book in the John Wayne Cleaver series. I believe we have talked about it before. I believe right after Over Your Dead Body we talked about it, right? Mm, who knows? Uh, the episode list probably knows, but uh, who knows? Wait, did, did we talk about over just Over Your Dead Body? No, we talked about all of it. I thought we talked about the John Cleaver series in general. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I think I think we specifically talked about Over Your Dead Body. Oh we no, have... no, we just talked about it as a whole. Yeah, because then we did the review on the movie. Right, Those are the two episodes we've done on John Cleaver. That's what we did. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so uh, we so we've talked about this before. So we won't go into too much detail of the earlier books, but we do want to talk about the series as a whole and and the theme that was so prevalent with it. Um, because of uh, our last review of Wonder Woman, uh, talks about the same kind of thing, and then this book, the last, so this is the last book in John Wayne Cleaver series came out June sixth. Um, the day we're recording this, so it's like it's like a week after mm-hmm. um, the, the book came out. So uh, we want to talk about it uh, just as a whole, how it related to the series the, and the major theme with it. Because then after this one, we're gonna record an episode about the new Rise Against album that came out June 9th. Right mm-hmm. after Drama and Cleaver series and right after Wonder Roman, um, because it has the same theme in every single one, um, and it's and it's great. So so we're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. So you could you could kind of view this as like a three part series. Yeah. Of talking about the same thematic elements. So. Yeah. Which is cool because we got three different things of art, three different art forms talking mm-hmm. about the same exact thing back to back to back, uh-huh. which is cool. Um. So yeah. But okay. So. So, Nothing Left to Lose is a sixth book in a series about a teenage sociopath that hunts demons. And um, if you haven't read um, the series, we're just going to talk about theme real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll... I don't know if we'll go into spoilers. I don't think we should go into spoilers at all. Let's just let's just leave that. Because who who has read the series... That's a fair point, yeah. ...and then wants to hear spoilers about the last book? Who does that? That's just silly. So, no spoilers. Let's yeah. just talk about the theme. Um... And I think this is going to be a shorter episode because of that, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what Nothing Left to Lose did was it gave us a character that literally throughout the course of, of the series loses a lot of things and a lot of bad things happen yep. to this guy. And if you've and, listened to our episode before on yeah. uh, either the movie or the, the book or the, the series as a general, in general that we've talked about, um, in on previous episodes, then you'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, um, like, 
from from one reason or another, it comes to the point as the book suggests, as the book title suggests, that this man has nothing left to lose, mm-hmm. and and that's the interesting question. I think this is the one thing we haven't talked about in person yet. Is the title? What the is title the means. title? Yep. And and as you go through the John Cleaver series, if and, and I would absolutely recommend 100% that you yes. read the John Cleaver series. Ten out of ten. Uh, first book. I am not a serial killer. If mm-hmm. you type that into Amazon, that will come up. Um, Dan Wells is the author. Um, absolutely recommend these books. Again, they're supernatural. You have to know that going in or else you might just be disappointed when you when it turns out that it is supernatural because it kind of becomes supernatural halfway through the first book. Um, so go in with those expectations. But yeah, this is fantastic, fantastic horror novels. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, again, about a teenage sociopath who in some ways might be worse than the demons he hunts. And that's kind of the question that is asked uh, throughout the series. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like thematically, um, it's, it's interesting to go through each of the titles because the titles have something very poignant to say about the book itself. Yeah. Um, so like, for example, you know, I am not a serial killer. It will, if you even have to say that in the first place, maybe Mm -hmm. you are a serial killer. You just try to tell people that you're not, um, like who, what kind of person comes out to another person says, I am not a serial killer, Mm -hmm. you know? So what person has to tell themselves, I am not a serial killer. Uh, so that's, what's so interesting. So uh, so main point of this whole series is, you know, that he's, he might be worse than the people he's, um, than the monsters he's hunting. Um, and what it comes down to is eventually one way or another, he loses pretty much everything, mm-hmm. um, to the point where he is on his own and he is hunting these, these things. And, um, and, 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 and in reality throughout the whole series, he's pretty much on his own. And right, you, but you can kind of tell at that. At various points, though, this is the thing. Well, because he's a sociopath, right? Because yeah. you're, you're, he's emotionally distant from basically everyone. Yeah. But even then, he still has friends. He still has family. He still has work, like co-workers yeah. at some points that understand him and are trying to help him, at least in some partial sense. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's impossible to fully to understand yeah. you know, John Cleaver. He's a complicated man. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like as you go through the series, like yeah, he he eventually just reaches the lowest point, and that's where you you we pick up the, with the last book of the series. Is he basically has nothing, and he's just doing this on his own, continuing mm-hmm. to fight these, trying to kill these monsters because yeah. it's the only thing he has left. So so here's the so um this well okay so let's talk about the title at the end because I I feel like that that kind of might be a little spoilery because of, because of the thing I want to talk about. Sure. Um, so at the very end, if you have not read the series, we'll, we'll let you know, and we'll just talk about that off, mm-hmm. off, uh, I don't know. How we're to not going to talk it off mic. We're gonna... Yeah, we're not talking it off mic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it is. So well, that would be not talk about it <laughs> off on spoilery part of, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk, just go, it, we'll talk, talk about, about it later. last yeah. so you don't have to listen if you yeah. don't want to Um, so, so, uh, what we want to talk about is the theme of, of the last book. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to know that. Stop listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we're I think what I'm yeah. actually going to do because this is probably going to be a shorter episode and it's similar to the episode we just last had last and also most of the listeners probably won't have read this book. I'll probably just release both of those this week, both this last episode and this episode this weekend um, because we didn't record an episode last weekend. I guess that's fair. Just record both of them. I guess that's fair. Set, yeah. Yeah. Put them okay. out both this weekend so you get two for the price of one. Zero. Zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> we do this for free, guys. Zero <laughs> Zero 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, we'll reach one cent. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody might donate us a penny. Mm-hmm. I probably won't accept it. That's unfortunate. 
Yeah. But anyway, so um, should we talk about the Patreon we're setting up now? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> guess we're not doing. That. I know. I'm kidding. But okay, so uh, <laughs> is this a good time the, to talk about the the theme of the of the story is is he worse than these people? And then what it gets down to in the, in the last book and nothing left to lose is are these monsters worth saving? And, and it's really, it's really interesting. Um, and for me personally, I have never more related to a character ever in my entire life than John Wayne Cleaver. Um, not because he's a, well, probably because he's a sociopath. <laughs> I'm not, not a sociopath. sociopath. Um, I know that for sure. Um, but do you have assurance of your non-sociopathy? Con? I do kill. I have assurance of salvation because <laughs> sociopaths all go to hell, right? What? <laughs> that was a joke. Dare <laughs> How dare you? Sorry, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. So, so anyway, um, and, uh, just the, the story, uh, related to me a lot because he was this guy who wanted to do what was right and bring people to justice. And I used to want to be a cop. I, I'm pretty sure I wanted to be a cop at the beginning of the, this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and then um, I remember so, talking about that at the first episode. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. That's cool. Um. So yeah. So so I wanted to be a cop, and then I realized that I don't. couldn't handle <laughs> being in in law enforcement because they don't do the right thing all the time, 100. Mm, yeah, I would say. Like, I would say they, they don't have point, integrity. The, they don't. Yeah, like maybe some of them do, and that would be great if I found that. And but also, and, that, and this but is actually no. something that uh, I was just listening, listening to the How uh, Who Would Build the Roads podcast last night, and they're actually just talking about this, um, which is a, a libertarian podcast. Absolutely recommend. Pretty good stuff. We, yeah. They talk about like really interesting questions about what would happen if the government didn't exist. Like how would we? How would society function? Um, one of the things they were talking about, they're talking about law enforcement and like security and stuff like that. And like, what would we do if the government didn't do law enforcement? Mm-hmm. And like, uh, one of the things that Kevin brought up was that like right now, police officers do more preventative work than mm-hmm. defensive work. They're offensive and not defensive. And I don't think that's right. Yeah. I don't think that's the way to do it. The, the, the point of law enforcement should be to protect the rights of citizens, not to try to find out who's breaking the law and punishing them. This isn't the circle. If you've seen the movie, the circle, which was terrible. So we're not going (laughs) to review it. Um, it was interesting though. It was interesting. It was very thought provoking. I enjoyed it from beginning to end, but most of the thoughts were, wow, I hate this. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, they weren't, they weren't for me, but, but it was bad. Some of the thoughts were that. <laughs> yeah. So so it's 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 not the circle. Like that's not the point of it. Yes. We're and not supposed to be like, oh, you're doing something wrong. Well, we're gonna go get you now. Yeah. It's oh, that person did something wrong. Now that they person, have to pay the consequences. That person did something wrong to, to somebody this else. other person. Yes. To this. That's other That's all that matters. You yep. can do as many wrong things as you want to, to yourself, live. Yourself. Yes. <laughs> that like like it's we should help people who are doing that. But we should never restrain somebody from harming themselves. Which is why That's I just wrong. yeah. Which is why I just think that legalizing drugs is just weird, especially yeah. when we don't legalize alcohol, alcohol and, or cigarettes. And cigarettes, because yeah. like That's all right, inconsistent. They're, yeah, they're just being inconsistent. Like all right, if people want to harm themselves with stuff, I guess they'll, yeah. we'll let them do that. We should not. We should tell them not to, and then yeah. try to help them. And like someone wants to kill themselves with pain medication, like obviously we should wanna, help them. Want to help and, them and stop them from but, doing that. If but they're how going do to we kill make? Themselves. How do we make that illegal? Yeah. Right? Like that doesn't you make any sense. You can't punish somebody from puni- for punishing themselves. Exactly. That it doesn't, doesn't help make, the situation. It doesn't help. Anymore thing if you just yeah. throw them into prison like okay what well. what might help under under certain certain circumstances if, is if you made them help other people 
That right. I can mm-hmm. see that mm-hmm. helping. I can see that, but I still don't. I don't know if that's right or not. I it just it just doesn't make any sense to me to yeah. To, uh, it's, to make... If it's not somebody's choice, it's not going to help. Yes. So so there's really no point. But okay. But yeah. So so I used to wanted to be a, uh, a cop and. That changed because of how the law enforcement is going, how our culture is going, yeah. how much I hate America. <laughs> I guess I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast when I get flagged by um, uh, uh, NSA. Yeah, the NSA. And uh, FBI. Oh, Caleb's phone just beeps. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's NSA on the phone. Wait, is it making noise? <sighs> no, it didn't oh, make okay. noise. No. Uh, I, just, I just saw it light Because I have these Yeah, yeah. Sense. Okay, so, so like... <sighs> and, and, you know, so... And then, like, the more I read my Bible, the more I just kind of didn't care about people dying as much as I used to <laughs> in the sense that like, what's more important me, me protecting some, some, you know, me, me, me arresting some drug addicts in Janesville, or is it more important to, to preach the gospel? And yeah. that, then I decided, especially I want to be when, yeah, especially when most of the, I would say most of the things that police do now is, is literally it's a war on drugs. It's drugs. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's so pointless. It is. It it just makes the all the rebels say, well, I want to, you know, well, that's flip the thing. off it America. Makes, so it might makes as well the do drug drugs. cartels exist, yep. right? The reason that there's so much violence surrounding drugs is because it's illegal. Yep. Like the, if we we made all drugs legal, then there wouldn't be drug cartels anymore mm-hmm. because they wouldn't make as much money. Yeah. And we could tax tax the drugs, which yeah. I don't believe in anyway. But you know what? I, oh, okay. So like, I will I will put out there though that I think that um. That that alcohol and drugs and uh, like cigarettes and all those things should still be illegal to to minors at least at least before the age of sixteen. I think that should be illegal, and they should be able to be punished for that. I guess that makes sense. Um, but if there's a grown man who wants to kill himself with drugs, what are we going to do to him? Right. Like and it's, it's and it's, it's the, the sense the, uh, that you do, it's not that you don't try to help them. It's not yeah, that you, you tr- help don't try them, to have but punishing programs. them is not helpful. Yeah, punishing them criminally doesn't yeah. make any sense. Um, it's and uh, it's it's like the Julian Smith video with with Malk. It's like <laughs> it's like well, I, I'm just gonna end it, and they all pull out guns and yeah. point it at him. <laughs> yeah, like what are you gonna shoot me if I shoot myself? <laughs> yes, oh, that doesn't man. make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, so yeah. so that, I'm not sure how I feel about that video, but it's funny. So. <laughs> Anyway, this is this is a little off topic. It's, it's completely off topic. So we're just kind of talking about moral issues, which is what the John Cleaver is supposed. To, the John Cleaver series does mm-hmm. is it's supposed to make you mm-hmm. answer these questions. But yeah, so so then so it was just kind of the thing of I don't really want to work for America in any sense of, you know, that at all. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't want to work for the American yeah, government. Yeah, so so I I would rather be a pastor, and and um I still relate to the to the main character so much because he always is just trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and I I. You know, I'm totally for uh, a different kind of law enforcement, and I, I'm totally for everything John Wayne Cleaver did. And well, not everything he did, I suppose, but not most of everything did, he did I mean, in that he series. He was literally going around like trying to save people from supernatural demons, which is like, awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> if that existed, that I would, would be do me. that too. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so like you know, I mean, demons do exist, but we can't just kill them. Yeah, we can't fight those. We things. can't fight them. Yeah. So. so except with prayer and the word of God. Yes. But we're we shouldn't be fighting them. God yeah, is we fighting sh- them. Yeah, we should just angels. be... We, you flee from Satan yeah, and go yeah. to Christ yep. and don't fight Let him. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, so anyway, like, the, uh, uh, the shift in, uh, uh, story kind of went along with my shift in career choice, which was very curious to me, is that as soon as I was like, I want to be a pastor now, 
the last book kind of did the same thing where instead of him, like the kind of, the mm. whole point of John Wayne Cleaver's character was I always just want to fight the bad guys. Yeah. I don't really care about saving the good guys. Hmm. And so that's that was kind of the theme throughout the yeah, entire thing. Yeah, and then like the the first book of this last three, like yeah, because the, the, there's two trilogies basically. Like that's the whole like uh, uh, thrust of the book is like that's the thrust we of the do last the bad trilogy. things that the pe- other people can't live with. Yep. Like we have the ones who have to deal with those burdens. It's, it's uh, if you've ever read the book on killing, the study on yeah. uh, uh, on taking life, taking a life in military, and stuff yeah, like that. Um, that the whole book describes uh, the there there uh, like I think it's one percent or two percent. It's like two percent, I think, of yeah. the population that can take a life and not and, feel remorse. Yeah, and and not have the psychological ramifications of doing that. I'm I, I mean I haven't taken a life, so I don't know if that's me or not. But I I firmly believe that that's me. I firmly believe that I would not have a problem with taking life. Hmm. Um, I am not one of those people. <laughs> no, yeah, but but like uh, the the point of of that series is, or the point of the point of on killing, is like it talks about how those two percent are divided into the wolves and the sheepdogs, yep. and then the ninety eight percent of the population is the sheep. Yep. And it's either the people that are attacking the sheep, or protecting or the protecting sheep. The sheep. Yep. And so that that two percent that's what's needed in every society yep. is sheepdogs. You need to find these people. That can do the said thing and make, and them good make sure that they are the ones <laughs> yeah. protecting rather than attacking. Yep. Um, because because if because if you have that two percent being the wolves, then the people who can't kill they're just gonna die. Well, no, they they're gonna have to fight, and, and then, then they'll, they're, have to, they'll have to they'll deal have with to the deal problems. With and that's what happened with World War One and World War Two. That's how we got to America today, is because we had people doing that. Mm-hmm. We had people leaving their families doing all these messed up things, coming back, trying to fit back into society. Well, that's the thing. The World War One and World War Two, and the specific... They did better. Especially World yes. War II, um, the American government yes. did a fantastic job yep. reintegrating those soldiers into society. But they still had to leave their families, which caused problems yes. with it did cause, dads not being a part of their children's lives. It did lives. cause problems, but yep. ultimately that generation worked out rather well. It worked the, out better the than generation, it, yeah. Yeah. No, the generation that went to Vietnam was the problem. Yes. That's where it really broke down because the American government did a horrible job of yep. reintegrating those soldiers. Sometimes you would literally just be, and because it was such a, um, uh, a random thing, like yep. suddenly you just were there and then you left. Like yeah. you just were there with your, when you were drafted and then you left when your, you know, your shift was over or whatever, you know, not your mm-hmm. shift, but you know, your call of duty. Um, and there was no resolution. Got, yeah, you just yeah. got shipped back to society and left. It was there. like, well, I did all these terrible things and didn't. Especially like, because yeah. Vietnam was so morally gray yep. in that sense. Like you were fighting against civilians half the time who were just on the side of the Viet Cong mm-hmm. and were communists, and you couldn't tell whether or not these villagers in the next town were going to attack you or cheer you. Mm-hmm. And so it was constant paranoia. And then you have to ship those people back to a, a functioning society where you don't kill people normally. Yep. And they have to deal with that, and a lot of them turned to drugs and alcohol, and, and they were deeply depressed. Mm. Um, and, and it didn't help that uh, Americans were so against the war, rightly so, but they took it out on the soldiers and not the American government. Yep. They took it out on the soldiers and said, you're baby killers, and the people were like, yep, and they drank themselves to death. <laughs> yep. and, and, and so it's the whole thing of, uh, it's a symptom we're fighting the symptom rather than the problem. And the problem is the American government. The, the symptom was the soldiers. Yeah. The the problem was the American government being interventionists and not, you know, staying out of places they should have stayed out of. And because America didn't need to be there, there was no reason to spend American soldiers there. 
Um, and we just got people killed for no reason. So. Yeah. So, so yeah. So anyway, so, so that's, that's kind of the idea is it's the thing, with the wolves and the sheepdogs. Um, and you know, I am still a sheepdog and, and, and that story is great to learn that, mm-hmm. to learn that story that there has to be people that will stand up and do the, the things that nobody else can do. It's not that they're doing the, the bad things so that, you know, everybody else doesn't have to get their hands dirty. It's right. that people are doing, standing up and doing the right thing. But the hard that nobody, thing the, that's, yes. is the right thing. Yes. Yep. The, the hard thing and the right thing that nobody else can do. Yep. And, and that, that speaks to me on a level, even with being a pastor. Because mm. um, that's that a lot of what a pastor has to yeah, do is, is make really hard decisions yep. and be mean to people yep. and discipline people harshly because that's what's best for the flock, for the yep. sheep, yep. <laughs> literally. Because um, there are so, those wolves, the false teachers exactly. that will come in and try to mess you up. And you're so, the sheepdog protecting your flock. Exactly. So what's the parallel? shepherd, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, so what's the parallel? Well, well, we are sheepdogs. The pastors, I think, would... I would describe the pastors as the sheepdogs. I guess, I guess you could do and that. And then yeah. Jesus as the shepherd. Is the shepherd. But, that would but make you sense could also just say we're under shepherds and yes. Jesus is the greater shepherd. You know? Yeah. But but that's the same thing. That I say dogs, we as if I'm a pastor, but yeah, I'm not. Well, yeah. But sheepdogs are pastors. That's kind of the point. Like, sure. like that's that's I that's that. what they are. They're, well, they're I shepherds. Would, I would say... I would say maybe that they would be like elders and deacons and the pastor, like the main pastor is the shepherd, the under shepherd. Well, I, yeah, I guess that you makes sense. I mean? yeah. yeah. So, so it works out that way, but yeah, so, <laughs> so that's, that's kind of the idea. How far can we take this analogy? Yeah, that, that's, that's still why, even though I changed occupation, I can still read those books and love every second of yeah. it is because I still relate to that. <laughs> you say it changed occupation as if you had, you were. Well, yeah, that's true. Certain. That I, yeah. Change so I, occupational yeah. desire. Yeah. Desire. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's whole, that whole thing. So we kind of, so, so now I'm nothing left to lose. All right. Yep. So, so the idea with that is it changed a direction where instead of him being like, these are the bad guys you need to kill. And throughout the whole series, he always attacks the bad guy before he helps the good guy. Mm-hmm. He always, he always attacks the, 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 um, the, uh, what's it called? The, the persecutor, the prosecutor. What's the word? What's the word? That's, the, that's legal. Term. Or no, um, perpetrator. The perpetrator. Yeah. He always attacks the perpetrator before helping the victim. Yep. And, and then in the last book, he realizes that and is like, why don't I focus on saving people out yep. here? And then he finally does. Yep. And, and that's the thing is everybody is worth saving. That's mm-hmm. the line of the book. And that's the line of the whole series mm-hmm. is that's what he finally learns is that even though everybody is evil, the ideal should always be to save everyone. Because everybody is worth saving, even though they don't necessarily deserve it. Yes. Because and, they're still human beings and they have an A worth. Yep. So, so yeah, well, I'm, and I, I still, I still argue against the fact that humans have innate worth. Well, they do have Sim- innate worth because of Because Jesus died the, for them. No, right? because oh, they're made they in the image of God. God. All right, I'll they give you that. Imago Dei. I'll give you that. I, I detest. Imago Dei? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce yeah, that's Latin. That's fine. <laughs> I, I detest the idea that we were given worth when Jesus died for us because that takes away glory right. from Jesus. As, as Christians, as the church. Yeah, as Christians. We should never be like, oh, well, Jesus died for us, so I am more worthy. Right. Jesus died for us so that we can consider him more worthy. And that mm-hmm. makes so much more sense to mm-hmm. me. And, and technically, so, yeah, technically we are worthy in the sense that we are sinless in God's eyes. Yes. In we're, salvation. We are we're not um, more worthy because Jesus Christ died for everyone on the planet. Because that's technically not true anyway. Yeah. But we are more worthy because Christ saved us. And it's, but it, but it's still nothing elected that we us from did. The, exactly. Yeah. So we are worthy, not it, of salvation, of, 
So that's even trickier. No, we no, are no. given we, worth. We're given worth. I guess we're given value as, because as, Christ as has prop, saved us. As propaganda says, yes. innate value and worth is not determined by some innate quality, but by the links for which the owner would go to possess them. And broken exactly. and ugly things like this, like us, are stamped excellent and ink tapped in wells of divine veins. Yes. And that veins. only works if you read the Bible with the idea of limited atonement. Yes. In the sense that Christ only died for the elect. And when John 3.16 is talking about died for the whole world, it's that he died for everybody in the Pe- world people, who would believe. Yeah, people from all nations. Yeah, people because from all nations. Because that was the context. That was the context of that verse he was talking yes. about. But only the Jews are going to be, you know, saved or whatever. It's like no people from all people the world. from all the world. Yeah, not everybody in the world. Because else? Because that would be universalism. Exactly. Yeah. So it's either John three sixteen is either universalism or it's limited atonement. Yeah. You can't have it a d- different way. Yeah. So so yeah so it's that idea. So so everybody is given worth because. Uh, they are made in the image of God. So yep. everybody has value. Um, but only, we are only given worth of, worth of self, you know, worth of salvation in, in a righteousness sense. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Talking so, about righteousness, not like innate yeah. value of life per se. Yeah. Okay. The person so, so has, that has the right to live and the right to not be treated horribly or yeah. badly at all. And because they're still humans and yeah. they they deserve to be treated well because we are all humans in the same exact place that they are. Where no one's yeah. better. You can't treat someone worse than like bad because you are literally the same as them and you have no yes. more inherent worth than they do. Mm-hmm. And you're just, yeah, you're sinning if you do that. That's why it's sin. That's why God can uh, cause storms and horrible natural disasters and say that you're going to get cancer and die and be and be completely righteous because he we are so infinitely lower than him and so infinitely sinful compared to his holiness that he has the absolute legal right yeah. because of his moral law to kill us at any time it's only because of his patience and mercy that he doesn't all immediately smite us all and and, and the way you worded that it kind of seems like it's because we're lesser than god it's, it's that's not why that, I specified yeah, with yeah, it's, sin. It's it's that we are we are we have sinned against a holy God mm-hmm. who has created us, and therefore we are evil and worthy of death. But what I'm saying is like the because the, the reason that us as Christians, for example, can't be horrible to another, you know, can't can't just decide you're going to die mm-hmm. randomly. Yeah. Uh, to another human being is because we are in the exact same plane yeah, as and, them and, on and, the scale yeah. of hierarchy in existence. Exactly. And that's why, and that's why the Bible says vengeance is mine. Our, yes, it's, it's not God's because job. we don't have the right to deal out justice in the sense that a government does. Yeah. It's that we are in the same place as these people. So the ideal should we be, we don't safe. have the right to yes. do it because only God can. Do and out and, and also, yeah. And exactly. That's also why it says vengeance, yes. not justice. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, yeah, obviously in, in God, and again, it's still God who, who repays justice and vengeance. We can't do either of those things True. only insofar as God has doled out and made us stewards of justice. Yeah. And, it still and, ultimately and comes from God. Exactly. In the sense and, of government and, you know, whatever. Yes. And Romans 13 affirms that by saying that all government ordinances have been established by God yeah. to uh, kill um, evildoers to mm-hmm. punish evildoers with the sword and uh, protect those who practice righteousness. Yeah. In the sense that not all governments do that, but that's why they exist is to do that. That's the ideal for all governments is mm-hmm. to do this. It's, 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 uh, it's Paul being a father saying to his kids, this is what a government is. This is what a government does. Not saying right. that that's what the government always does, but God has established ordinances to do his will. 
and they should do blank, blank, blank. I would be very interested to do a word study on the word government in the New Testament yeah. and see what exactly is meant in Hebrew or Greek, or actually it would be Greek, what is meant in Greek by that, um, because I'm curious if a, just like a libertarian society based on voluntary yeah. transactions rather than a forced government would would be, would con- be yeah. considered a government yeah. in that sense. That would be interesting. And, and I mean, and that's what I'm going it, for if seminary it for. was, right? if it is, then we shouldn't have forced governments exactly. ever. Yeah. Ever. Because <laughs> that's still one of the interesting things about, or one of the, the iffy things about uh, being a libertarian as a Christian is that verse where it says, like, the government is established by God to deal with justice. It's like, all right, as long as we can yeah. figure out what the word government means. Well, I mean, but, okay, yeah. yeah. So, but but that's to say that this is what, a, it's not that, that all governments do this, again. It's that this is what a government is for, and it's for nothing else. This right, is but, what a government but that's does. that's the thing. That's what we get back to minarchism or whatever, right? Like, the the, the thing that you, you should be able to take money from people to pay for military and law enforcement, which I still don't agree with. I, no, I, I don't agree yeah. with That's why it should be voluntary if you want to be a part of the society. But then we get into the question of what do. is the, the definition of a government, which is why I would be interested to learn what it is. In okay, Greek, right, because right, yeah. if the definition of the government is involuntary, like, yeah. you have to pay taxes or whatever, then, you know. But then that's what government is for. Then you have. To, then we have to be minarchists and not libertarian capitalists. Yeah. Well, I mean, but. I mean, I, I, like, I legitimately don't want to be a libertarian in the sense that I would never want to live in a society where people don't want to have protection because we would just die. No, so I would no, want to. You, you need to listen to the rest of the the Who Will Build the Roads episode that I listened to. You think so? Yeah, because it. The more I think about it, the more I just don't agree with that statement. I think the like the the idea that if the government just instantly stopped existing right now we'd all just kill each other it's just no false. no i don't know i don't agree with that i right. think that that us if if we didn't protect ourselves of a, as a government i i think i think if no other nation existed i think a libertarian society is where i would go first but if another nation existed we would need military and if people didn't want the military we would just right. die unless but and or we, we would be the, still do that or we would be the, we would be the all being good at shooting things and just make a militia yes <laughs> exactly but that's isn't that the same thing it's the same thing but it's voluntary rather than but, but i would want the military to be voluntary anyway right. i would never force people to do that but that that's but my it's difference the problem being a libertarian the, it's the problem between paying for it's how you pay for the army because yeah. armies are expensive yeah you know, have to but, voluntarily give your money to exactly the army, yeah you know. and, and and that would be the thing yes is if you are part of the society you are you are going to be like yes i want to do the greater good here. Mm-hmm. It would, it, well, okay, but I wouldn't say, yes, we have to make a, a military. It would only be if everybody, if the majority wanted to do that. And then it would be, and we would just pass something. It would be a, yeah, no, this is what we're going to do now as a whole. And if you don't want to, then the military won't protect you. Mm-hmm. And that's just all it would be. And so it's still, it's a libertarian society in the sense that we're not forcing people to do anything, but it has to be a night watchman minarchist society. Because we need but to it have still wouldn't things. be minarchist because again minarchism is forcing people okay, to pay right. taxes. So so, to so pay I am libertarian capitalist. Yes, then. but the ideal is you just, to you have just want a, you just want people to all agree. You, in in yeah. theory, you would want everybody to be like, all right, let's give. Yeah. we'd make you would set up a, a Kickstarter for <laughs> for the uh, military. Yeah. No, that's what yeah. I would do. It, <laughs> it wouldn't be uh, everybody's required to do this. Yes. It would be if you hey, guys it would be we a, should all pitch in to do this because yeah. it's important. And, and the I, honestly, I feel like for for law enforcement, it would be you're not going to be protected if you don't do this. You're in charge of yourself, kind of a thing. You have but to that's protect the thing. yourself. Then private com- what would happen? This is what they talked about. Private companies would come in and be like, hey, we'll you know if you pay us, we'll 
give you guards or will give yeah. you a security system. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the same thing, really? Yes. So, so what exactly. does it doesn't matter. Exactly. So, but that's why so, we but, need to be libertarian capitalists. Well, yeah. But just, okay. Yeah. All right. So, but here's the thing, though. So, let's say we're talking about military. Mm-hmm. We're totally off topic. Oh yeah. So let's say we're talking about military, right? <laughs> I would say a Kickstarter. This is why this be... needs to be a bonus episode. Well, yeah, <laughs> because but, it's just yeah. A bunch okay, of all right, yeah. So, so, but okay. So let's say, let's say we are going to do, uh, we're going to start military, right? Mm-hmm. I would not want it to be a you are required as an upkeep to do this in order to be part of the society, yeah. or a everybody. I want everybody to voluntarily, you know, give a certain amount. Mm-hmm. It would be a here's a Kickstarter. Hey, if you want us to survive the war that's coming up. <laughs> You should give some money to this. And then, I have to write a novel and, about this sort of thing. I, yeah, man. we do. We, it, yeah, there needs to, to be a happen. novel with a libertarian society uh, government. Be I need so to look this up. I need to look this yeah. up. So but but all right. So so what what would need to happen is a Kickstarter. So then the the people who are rich could could do the right thing. Could be like, oh yeah, I want to give a lot of money to this, and and you know whatever. Um, and they're not gonna you know get anything extra like Kickstarters do. Um, but <laughs> if we reach yeah. our stretch goal, uh, they yeah, will get yeah. two tanks. Yeah, no, no, it's not like that. <laughs> but like, but in the sense that everybody can give what they want to give right. to this. And if somebody doesn't want to, uh, it would probably the military end up being a still Patreon gonna protect more than a Kickstarter. No, it, because a, a Patreon would be a monthly upkeep. Thing. Right. But well, armies needed. need monthly. Oh, we needed. That would we be would needed, do a yeah. Kickstarter to get the ar- the the equipment in yep. the first place, and, and then, then it'd be, so it'd be a, it'd be a Patreon to upkeep the people who are in the army, and a Kickstarter to give them weapons. Well, then the Patreon would also be to upkeep the weapons. Right. That's but true, too. Yeah, it would be uh, get the army in the first place mm-hmm. and then upkeep of the army. Yeah. Someone write a novel perfectly. on this, guys. Someone I mean, do I mean, it. This would literally, it would be yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. A fantasy novel in in, a, in, a, in like an industrial one of, area. One of the worlds in 374th cycle, this needs yeah. to happen. I mean, like seriously, think of how cool a magic system would be with this. Where they're all sitting around, like, voluntarily trying to give stuff to this. And then it's like, oh, there's a war coming up. But we're not going to take away anyone's rights. Um, and, and it would work really interesting is if you work this into your uh, uh, to look skyward thing. Because people can control each other. That's, what if that's that is the actually thing is, the point of my series is going to be on there now. Once I've, It's going to be about government. Like, that's, yeah. that's what the series... And that's what I've realized that it has to be about. Because that's the thing I'm thinking about. And I have to have, like, I was struggling with what it's going to be about and right. making a, th- a thematic thing. The point is going to be, how do we make a society that functions when people have this ability to control each other? Okay. Yeah, okay, all right. And so strip away the rights. Um, so, so in case uh, you're kind of confused by all the libertarian stuff, <laughs> we uh, recently have come to the, con- the conclusion that taxation is theft. Yep. And the government is evil and wrong. <laughs> And we don't want it. And, <laughs> Just don't want it. And we're not gonna we're not gonna go vigilante and yeah. kill the government. Though if Texas does, I will join. <laughs> um, if Texas becomes a libertarian capitalist oh, society, like yeah, let's yeah, go to Texas, I am, guys. I am marrying a girl, and I am taking her with me, going and we will go to Texas. Yep. And I'm down with that. If that if this happens tomorrow, I'm gonna propose, <laughs> and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go down to Texas. So, you know, whatever. But but yeah, okay. So so yeah. Uh, so that's just, that's just where we're at I mean, right now. I would probably actually wait a little while to see if it works out. 
for like a year and then who me no you're libertarian capitalist oh right the, the right like, see, if if te- see if texas lasts yeah see if it lasts and uh <laughs> and well, doesn't well, get like well see if we don't there's go another civil war, war start. yeah, exactly. yeah if another civil yeah. war starts i'm staying right where i am farthest away from the combat i yeah. can be but right that's, that's what's really interesting because <laughs> both texas and california are talking about seceding from the union yeah and like They're i would be, completely different i know wouldn't that be so interesting though yeah i would love it because like you'd have the, the texas would be like the ultra conservative yeah. Uh, country and California to be the ultra liberal country. The, the 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 dynamic of the United States would change drastically yep. because a lot of people on the two extremes would go away and there'd be a lot of moderates in the middle left. Yeah, I, I mean honestly if that happened I would stay right where I was. Yeah. Because then all the all the idiot conservatives will go to Texas and all the idiot liberals will go to California yep. and we'll just all chill. Yep. <laughs> and then we'll slowly make United slowly, States into yep, a capitalist slowly make a libertarian capitalist, capitalist society. And everything will be fine. <laughs> This is our ideal, guys. Yeah. That, that, this is and our, this is our really end game. Confu- if you're really confused yeah. by everything we're talking about, go listen to the podcast, Who Would Build the Roads? Uh, Blind Me Cow. Uh, it's by uh, Josh Taylor and Kevin McCreary. Um, it's not through like, Blind Me Cow. Well, itself. no, it's not. But it's, it's, oh, it is. I think it is. It's, it's, it's the same the, people who Yeah, it's the same people who do Blind Me Cow. Yep. Jordan Taylor is not a part of it. Jordan Taylor is um, Josh Taylor, people, his brother, yeah. and Kevin McCreary. So, which, so yeah. yeah so I know we've talked about them before in this yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. so, so it's really interesting. If you don't like anything you're hearing, just just listen to it. Just give it a try. Give it the first yeah, episode first a try. First episode a try. Let it provoke your thoughts, mm-hmm. and just just let it intrigue you. Um, and it, it it's gonna talk about like, is the government necessary? Um, because because everybody who is has a biblical worldview, and really thinks about it, the government is evil. In the sense that it is taking away our our. It's forcibly taking money from yes. people. It's forcibly giving one, them an option. Yeah, for, one, it's forcibly doing that. It, it, so it's under the threat of of a oh, gun. Oh uh, yeah, violence. Uh yeah, so. Because if you don't pay your taxes, the IRS is going to come to your door and arrest you. And, and if, if you, you resist, resist arrest, arrest, they're going to shoot you. <laughs> yeah. So so it's that. So it's you know, it's it's that idea, and and then on top of that, you know, they're they're just taking away our right to do things, mm-hmm. and that's wrong. And, and also, I believe that the that uh, free market, as in like private companies, can provide any of the services that the government already provides yeah. better than the government can provide it. And and this is shown by the Great Depression. Yep. This is proven by the Great Depression. If you want to study something to learn about this, mm-hmm. study the Great Depression. The Great Depression did not be solved by the government. The, the government uh, caused the government the great caused depression. the Great Depression. <laughs> so by inflating the economy with yeah. more by by pumping out a bunch of money, making the Federal Reserve. And, and uh, welfare and welfare yep. trying to help people trying get to help jobs. people get jobs yep. create created more unemployment yep. that's what it, the only thing it did so so yeah so it's it's just stuff like that it's just uh so that's that's just where we're at i guess this really is just a collage it's just a collage of random stuff um, i'm gonna i'm gonna call this episode our review of nothing left to lose and a bunch of re- other random crap or yeah. something like that um so so yeah so that's so 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 back to the, the actual book <laughs> um you know, and, and there is no libertarian anything in this book. Yeah, and, and like yeah, but but like okay, so just uh, just to kind of close up that section, if you don't, you know, if you totally think we're wrong, just move on. It's fine. We don't really care. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about this again at some point in this podcast. Yeah, but but like so, you know, if you, I mean, if you think we're totally wrong, that's fine. I mean, I I honestly maybe Caleb is kind of offended. I just don't I'm very care. Offended. I I really don't. It, it, well, I would, I would just, little... I would just challenge you to, to think about the fact, like, and find a way in your, see if you can think about a way that taxation wouldn't be stealing from people. Like, think about that. Like, how is it not stealing? And then yeah. just 
think about that even more. And is stealing wrong. Yeah, is stealing wrong. Yeah. And so, so therefore, <laughs> yeah. the government is a, uh, in quotations, necessary evil, and therefore it is wrong and Christians should not support a necessary evil. Well, not, not to say that they shouldn't pay their taxes or not support the U.S. government. Right. In the sense that... We're specifically called to... To honor the government. To honor the government and pay our taxes. Yes. Yeah. But, but that doesn't mean that we can't, because our government is democratic, we can change our government and yeah, make it, laws that yeah. make it more libertarian and less taxes. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so it's simply the idea of if we want an ideal government, then as a Christian, we should push for an ideal government yeah. because our, we're, our, our Christianity is supposed to affect every part of our lives. And it shouldn't matter if it's uh, impractical. Or inconvenience, mm-hmm. if it's the right thing to do. And because, and I think this is this is what Apologia Radio always says: uh, Jesus Christ has the lordship over everything. He is the King of the Earth now, not in a hundred years or whenever he's going to come back. He's Lord of everything right now, mm-hmm. and that means the U.S. government. Jesus is King of the of the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Jesus is King of America. Jesus is, ki- is the King of the world. He is ruling over everything, and we should act as if he is. That doesn't mean that we're just going to make the one world government where Jesus is the king because that doesn't happen yet. But we should act as if God has authority. Jesus has authority over every single area of our lives, every single area of everyone else's lives and Mm -hmm. treat it as if such. And so we should make our government more like Christ. We should make our government better. We should make push to make our government more moral. We should push to make abortion illegal. We should push to, you know have justice be done and where it needs to yeah. be done stuff like that and and, and it's it's the sense or make not it, the sense make ever do honor christ through creativity honor christ through everything yeah. glorify god in everything you do yeah it's, it's the sense that you know we should be pushing for all the the correct christian things not not to force on other people which is impossible because of our government <laughs> like you can't do that so we're not forcing our beliefs on people we're simply voting how we believe and how it should be mm-hmm. not to not to slowly push something in the sense that like oh i want to i want to kind of make abortion illegal in this sense it should be no abortion should be illegal and the punishment should be death like it was in the old israelite thing is if you harmed a woman who was pregnant and the baby died so did you mm-hmm. like that's that's right. That's justice. Because okay, think about what abortion is. You're you're murdering yeah, a baby. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yep. So like, that should be what we push for, and it should be a uh, like if if it was like like this wouldn't help. Uh, this this would kind of cause problems in the government. But if if tomorrow we could make that radical change, then great. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be this slow push of oh we'll kind of push our beliefs here it's just we know this is how we should always think this is this is what our ideal should be so we should push for that mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work out then we tried so you know it, you do the right thing and let god work out the details and then you it, honor god and then god if you get you. to a situation where so, you know a, a law is unjust then don't follow that law because yeah. that's your right as a christian yeah it's, so you're supposed to follow god like if, exactly. if they're, they make a law that says you have to every human every every american citizen must take part in uh, abortion and yeah. go kill a baby ever, you know, like you have to take shifts. Like it doesn't ever happen, but you know what yeah. I mean? Something like that. Like you, your job as a Christian would be to rebel against that yeah, and probably go to war with the government. I mean, I mean, uh, genuinely as Christians, I feel like most everybody in the world disagrees with this, but as Christians, we, and because of the constitution mm-hmm. with the inalienable right of right to life yeah. in the constitution, we as Christians not only could have legally, but should have gone to war against the government. 
the moment abortion was made legal yeah. because that was against and the constitution. The thing with that though, and this is, I think we're going to do an episode on abortion soon. Yes. Um, but because the, of apologia radio with yep. the, the end it now thing they're going end abortion with now. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you're curious in that, just look up, go to end, end abortion now.com uh, apology radio who do uh, apologia studios. They do a bunch of awesome Christian uh, media and stuff. Um, they are pushing to get legislation in place to, actively end abortion in everywhere yeah. in america and honestly i feel like that's all we were going to say in the podcast is no no because i have a song and we're going to talk about more. okay all right so but, yeah yeah so we'll do that we'll yeah. do that but the one thing i wanted to say is that um roe versus wade has no legal bearing um it is a specific except for the the fact that it was a specific court case and that was the the yeah the the thing of the court it, case it proves the judges the court. judges yeah, yeah the judges don't have a right to rewrite a law yes yeah. That's not what their job is. Um, they can't do that. And so every so state abortion could... abortion is still illegal. Yeah. Abortion is still illegal in this country. Um, every state, except for when, for when states have made yep. it legal or whatever. Um, but they states don't have to do that. States mm-hmm. probably shouldn't. And under the U.S. Constitution, they should push against that and say, because it's Roe versus Wade is not a binding contract. It doesn't mean, just, just like the, the whole uh, thing with the homosexual marriage or whatever, the, the ruling that they did in the Supreme Court, that was not binding. All states have the right to pass their own laws. The federal Mm -hmm. government does not get to do that, except for in the cases of when the Congress actually passes that law. But again, that's that's a state-by-state thing, not a federal thing. So, So, so yeah, so so all of that is is good and and fun, but we're talking about nothing to lose. Um, (laughs) No, we aren't. (laughs) No, we're not. Um, Okay, so so, so that's that's the closing thoughts on all of that. So let's (laughs) let's actually get back into nothing to lose. So... um, Legitimately, uh, is there anything else we would need to talk about Not besides really. the title? Yeah, let's talk about the title. Okay, so so title. We're gonna talk about the title. So Spoilers. this is this is semi spoilery. Um, I like I, I literally beg of you, don't listen to this part because I need you to listen to it to to, to read the books because it's so good. <laughs> All right. So so if you have you never read these I books mean, before, why don't we just not talk about it then? I guess that's yeah, true. Like that doesn't make any sense. The title is great, and once you figure it out after you read the whole series, it'll be great. So yeah, yeah. we won't talk about that then. All right. Yeah, so it's no reason. Hit the button. Okay. You know, yeah. So uh, you know, find us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/christianartistshow at our website christianartistshow.com and at Twitter at Christ underscore Art underscore Show. Please hit us up. Give us some comments. Talk about libertarianism and tell us how wrong we are. I don't talk about abortion. Uh, give us random feedback that's what yeah. we need be be as random as you would like because this was a random podcast yeah episode for sure i don't even know what this episode is gonna be called like I, <laughs> it's just <laughs> random stuff but this is why it's, it's a bonus episode so yeah. yeah but yeah so so uh read the books i like genuinely i love dan wells for creating this series mm-hmm. that like legitimately has been a blessing to my life like legit, this is gonna sound cheesy, but God has literally used a book about a teenage sociopath to bless my life, because it is it is such an affirming, um, uh, series for me, and just the sense that it was a man doing what was right no matter what, um, and caring about other people, even though he technically didn't in some points, but, uh, you know, and just just doing what's right, and uh, I like I learned a lot, like from Over Your Dead Body, um, you know. The, the fifth book, I learned that uh, a relationship can't be, you you can't you can't love a relationship and you that because that's uh, what what are the word I used? What, what was the word I used? Uh, 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 possessive. What was the word? If I 
If I love the fact that I have a girlfriend more than I love the girl, that's possessive. What is that word? Obsessive? Not obsessive. I think possessive is just the possessive. word. Possessive. So yeah. so it's 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 uh uh it's demeaning in the sense that that it's it's wrong for me to to uh love the fact that I have this relationship because I wanted this relationship more than the fact that I loved this person. And and so if like if you love having a girlfriend or a boyfriend more than you love the actual person, that's mm. wrong. And you're objectifying. Objectifying. Mm, that's there right. you go. Objecti- objectification. Yep. Yeah. And and that's literally like I had realized that I that's what I had been doing in my life. And that book literally taught me not to do that. You were it doing great. it with what? Over your dead body. No. What were you doing? You're objectifying what? Oh, I, I, I more, I wanted a relationship with somebody more, more than, than I liked the uh, person that I wanted to have the relationship with. I see. And that happened on multiple occasions before I finally figured out how stupid I was. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so that, that pointed that out to me mm. and you know, that was great. It was just, I was objectifying women and legitimately that's what yeah. I was doing. And I realized that that was bad. <laughs> that is very bad. So, yeah. so don't do that. Don't so, do that, people. Uh, so yeah, so it was it was a sense that I realized that if I wanted to be in a relationship, I had to want to be in the relationship because I wanted the person rather than I wanted the relationship. But not wanted the person in a weird way. Just like, yeah, not wanted obs- to be... Yeah. Once again, not in an objectifying yeah, way yeah. or an obsessive way. Just because you love them and you wanted to see yeah. what's best for them. I wanted them. to be, yeah. be with them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Uh, also, uh, I'm really sad now because uh, Dan Wells has a, he's going to be a Gen Con. What? And we're not going to be a Gen Con. Oh, I want to give that man a hug and just <sighs> thank know. you for John Cleaver. Yeah. I don't know if he'd let me give what, him a hug, where, but I would what, give him a hug. What, what is the dates for? I would get tased by security guards <laughs> to hug that man. What are the dates for our, the student leader camping trip? Uh, student leader camping trip is oh, the 11th August or something. Well, I'm going to be leaving August 8th. I believe August 8th or 9th. Let me look at the calendar uh, until cause I'm just, I'm just curious if there's some possible way you could go to Gen Con. Cause the Gen Con is the 17th through the 20th. Um, yeah, wait, no, there's no way it ends. The tw- uh, student leader championship ends the 20th. Yep. It does. So that's impossible. That is unfortunate. Yep. That stinks. Oh, well. That's oh, that. well. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so we already gave you the spiel. Um, the books just are much blessings, much blessings, much with, blessings with the book. Um, it is the only book I could really recommend to somebody, um, for like a, from a Christian perspective in the sense that like, um, this person, Dan Wells is not a Christian. He's a Mormon. So no, he's not a Christian at all. <laughs> he isn't. Um, so, but, but he was so right on with pretty much everything, um, not, I don't want to say theologically, but from a Christian perspective, that is the views we should have. From a pr- yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- those are the views we should have on all those different things pra- in a practical in a way. Practical so, so yeah. So, go read them. They're great. They're yeah. literally the. They're my favorite books of all time. They're serious, yeah. Um, they're just great. So, mm-hmm. are they are they yours? No, no. no Way of Kings. Wave, it's yeah. a letter, okay. Yep. All right. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, just go read them. They're great. And they're and they're short reads. Yet, they're yeah. short and fast paced reads. Yeah, they are. They're thrillers. So. Um, yeah. So yep. so just read them. I read, I read it in five hours, the the last book. Yeah. In, um. In one sit, almost one sitting. Our hashtag will be don't objectify women. <laughs> All right. So right after Wonder Woman, <laughs> the hashtag is don't objectify women. 
Uh, I'm glad that nobody uses these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So get yeah, out of here. So there you go. That's our rant of randomness. So <clears throat> that's our rant of randomness. Oh yeah. Our voices don't crack. <laughs> we should do yeah. a whole episode. We just talk in these deep, soothing tones. These soothing dulcet indeed. tones. <laughs> we sound so attractive right now. Sexy.